Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. I'm Chieko Dunham. My last name is not Dunham. My name is Jake. (laughs) Welcome back, Jake. Thank you for joining us once again to talk about Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah, that's one minute at a time, which is what we did. Which what what we do here on the Ghibli Minute, right? Yeah. One minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute, some people like to say. Today we're talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Minute 103. Minute 103 starts with Nausicaa limping forward toward the ohm, and it ends with Nausicaa trying to stop the ohm from going into the acid lake. So it's just a chance for those two to bond, Nausicaa and this little ohm. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the minute. The minute? This is the minute, yeah. The minute. This is the minute. You know, we learned at the beginning of the movie that there's this prophecy of oh, some, yeah. uh, some someone clad in blue that was going to bridge the, what is it, bridge the sky and the earth or something? In a field of gold. On a, fi- on a field of gold, right? Yeah. And so Nausicaa was clad in blue at the time. So, oh, it could be Nausicaa. Oh, but then she be. changed clothes. Into pink. Into pink. So we're then like, we're oh, like, okay. oh, well, I guess the prophecy isn't going to come true or it doesn't have anything to do with Nausicaa because she's not wearing blue. She's wearing pink. Well, yeah, it's the Dorak prophecy. You know, one shall come garbed in a raiment of blue descended, descending upon a field of gold. Yeah. That's how they yeah. describe it. And the holy Dorak emperor's brother was prophesied Mira Lupa was the one that gave that prophecy. Mira Lupa? The prophecy is suppressed. Oh, sorry, it was suppressed by his brother. Yeah, Mira Lupa is what his name was. Okay. So that's just kind of what they go over in it, but it still, mm. still happened, and you know, and that's where we find it, where this prophecy comes to fruition. And yeah, it does start with her limping forward because she's been shot in the shoulder and shot on the inside of her right ankle. Yeah. Yep. Which doesn't sound fun. Being shot in general just doesn't sound fun. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. So we get a nice little kind of arcade or like pachinko effect of the Ohm's eyes like blinking on and off. Oh, yeah. Red, no, blue. Red, no, green. No, red, 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 no. Red. I feel like that's my wife in the morning when I'm like (laughs) up and I'm chipper and she's like, I hate you, but I love you. I hate you, but I love you. Because... For me, I get up quite early in the morning to go exercise, and then I come home and I'm all like awake and chipper. Mm-hmm. And oh. she she just looks at me like the like she's gonna murder me because yeah. I'm I'm awake, yeah. right? And I'm just like oh, I'm just happy as could be. I just worked out for two hours and life's great. And she's just like just shut up, go away, go away, go away, <laughs> leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on her side in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. Well then. Two all king up against me. Wow. <laughs> well, I get up and I leave quietly. I come home because when I come home, I have to get her up so we can get ready and go to work. Yeah. I'm like, honey, it's time to get up. Go to work. And she just looks at me. She's like, I'm still sleeping. It's like, come on, let's get out of bed. Life's great. And she's just like, shut up. Just leave me alone. It's like, well, you've just like, well, we got to get ready. So, like, all right, well, you sleep. I'll go get ready and then I'll come get you and I'll take me about 10, 20 minutes. I'll come up. Time to get out of bed. Let's go to work. And she's just like... Oh, if you weren't my husband, I'd murder you. I'm like, okay, I got you. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> and it's like it's deciding if it's really upset or not. Yeah. Is this? We don't see this. We don't see this flickering anywhere else, right? I'm just no. wondering if this is like a kind of a baby ohm thing. Oh, this is the thing that baby ohms do. Well, they don't move their neck like that, but <laughs> <laughs> with their hand know. on their hip like this. <laughs> yes, but I wonder if like the adult ohms are a little bit, a little bit more deliberate in their. I'm going to decide to be angry or I'm going to decide to be calm now. Or 
Oh, so well, I feel like, well, like I feel like when we're kids, like you go from because of the hormones, you yeah. go from like really happy to really to angry, like at the drop of the hat, but then you can come back from it. But when you're an, when you're an adult, if you're upset, you're pissed off, and you're generally pissed off for yeah. an extended period of time, whether it's like the whole day, a couple hours, and so this home is also probably in shock. Yeah, I would say so too. Because as she approaches, you see some nice blood gushing out of one of, out of its left side. Yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, this is kind of similar to the situation that Naushka had with the first time she met Teto, because Teto was hissing at her, Yeah, and he ended up biting her finger, and then he calmed down. Because of her mysterious power. Because she has this mysterious power, and I think that's what the Om is feeling right now. She's don't. <laughs> it's feeling a mysterious power. Yeah. Well, don't all women have a mysterious power? <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> over Over animals? I don't see that in my house, though. Well, our, <laughs> no. Well, that's why, that's why. That's why. That's why. When at least my wife describes me, she calls me a. You know, she calls me a beast sometimes, and so there you go. A big dumb. Isn't that what? Yeah. yeah, you know that. Isn't that what most women call their significant others that are male? Yeah, I guess so. So, so she does have power. You know, all of them do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just it, calling oh, it now. Geez, to the turns. Oh, it's just a fountain. Just a fountain of blood and emotion yes and this is what yes yeah, so then her dress her dress turns blue blue i remember the blood i remember before we started recording you were cutting up this movie and you were looking through it and you were like wait did they make a when mistake her dress turned blue her yeah dress when just did that turned happen blue when did this happen and i remember looking back and you were like and i was like that's not true ghibli doesn't make that kind of mistake and we look back and her dress is pink and then suddenly it's blue and i'm like oh maybe and then we realized the tragedy of the ohm bleeding out onto her dress yeah and dying it blue well it makes perfect sense with how much blood's coming out of it yeah freaking again how is this thing alive (laughs) like is it listening to the bgs right now that's right uh 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 uh, staying alive. Staying alive. I, I, I. Sorry. So, um, but like as you like, she says she goes. She walks right up to it and she's like, starts saying it's she's sorry. She didn't have anything to do with this. Yeah. Why is she sorry? Like I can understand feeling sorry that it's in pain. Yeah. And that it's bleeding profusely from pores of you know that were caused by some kind of weapon because it looks like bullet holes yeah it totally does mm-hmm. and like one of its y- front limbs looks like it's like chopped off oh, a little yeah. bit more than more than one yeah because yeah, like because most of the ohm like i don't know fingers oh, yeah, i don't know right. what do you call those things teeth like most of them have like three parts some of those look like they only have two and some look like the third part has been cut off yeah yeah but I- you know she's like honestly like that thing is just with how much blood that thing, it really should be dead. It just—it's weird. Mm-hmm. This this is the well, this is one error that Ghibli makes because there's no way this thing, with how much blood is gushing out of it, that that thing would still be alive. Yeah. Like if they had like one wound that was like you know it turns and like it gushes blood on her, kind of like how it happens, how or what happens because it starts turning to make its way to the you know yeah it's the like lake. seeping through her. Well, yeah, it's like I said she turns. It turns to the right and starts making its way to the lake of acid towards the other Omu. And like that's when like it really gushes out. And that's when like it turns her pink dress, now dark blue, and her pants blue. That would take a lot of blood. Yeah, definitely. Like if it was a, like a white shirt, like I could be more understanding because it'd be easy to dye something white. Oh, yeah. But that was already a shade of color. And to change it from pink 
to blue would take a lot of blood because I think wouldn't it turn purple? It's kind yeah, of, yeah. It's, I mean it's it starts off you know red and then we see it kind of seep through most of the cloth and then the next shot it's like wet it's deep blue. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it kind of turns purple at first and then yeah and then all of a sudden it's it must have been just like sopping wet with blood. Uh. I know, because like I figured, like with all that blood coming out, like it kind of almost like as you look watch the movie, it looks purple. It's kind of like purple rain just gushing down on her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that I just like it, and it turns it blue. And like as as you watch her, she looks over like at the omu, and it's still like you see like her shirt becoming more yeah. wet with the blood. And then, like I said, the next minute, like it cuts to the omu, and then it comes back to her, and then it's that deep shade of blue. So in the manga, yes, in the manga, guys. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with reading manga. There's, I can't remember, I, to, I read it six months ago, but I can't remember. But I think the the blood, um, I looked it up on the, the Nausicaa Wikia, and uh, the blood actually stops, uh, protects her during an insect attack like oh, later really? on like insects attack but i guess they they notice that she's covered with own blood and so they leave her alone mm. i think so it's kind of we see that kind of show up the same kind of thing show up in princess mononoke oh yeah those hunters working with the the, the guy from the emperor yeah and under lady hiboshi as well yeah mm. clothing themselves like a bear skin it- or under like a is the boar skins yeah Yeah. and that's and because the um the boar god doesn't recognize that they're humans and so it It thinks it's still leading them yeah still thinks it's still leading them into battle until he turns into a full demon and then all of a sudden the blood leeches that form around him start attacking him but also in the manga there's another fluid from the ohm which kind of plays a a kind of a, a plot point uh there's this one point when like the the Dorok Empire is releasing this like new, more virulent form of like this fungus that's even like worse than the Sea of Decay, mm-hmm. and the Ohm are kind of stampeding to kind of prevent it mm-hmm. or kind of sit on you know kind of uh, moderate it. Noska gets uh, caught up in the middle of this, and she's kind of uh, I forget how exactly it works, but she winds up like inside the body of an Ohm. Like it swallows her or takes her inside itself somehow. And it encases her in what they call ohm serum. And this ohm serum kind of puts her in this state of kind of suspended animation or hibernation. And it kind of supplies her with oxygen. So she's found later, like in the middle of this kind of record, some people find her and like dig her out. It's like, oh, she's still alive because she's encased in this ohm serum and they take her out and they bring her to this uh this other place where there's this gathering of the worm handlers the oh. worm handlers are the kind of these outcasts right kind of low caste kind of dirty people that live in the forest and kind of um a little bit like they kind of seem similar to the fremen except they're a little not as dignified but they uh they live in the forest and they they still wear masks and something and stuff like that but they see that she has this encased in this ohm serum and they're like oh she's some holy figure and they take the ohm serum and like like take like a little big glob of it and like put it on their face and like they can use that instead of wearing a mask they can use this ohm serum to kind of supply themselves with with oxygen or or a, a way to breathe yeah yeah well that makes stuff gets makes sense. way more freaky in the yeah. manga is what i'm saying <laughs> 
Well, it doesn't that's just like you know with any because the manga is basically the book, it's a yeah. comic book basically set up to describe that, and so that makes more sense because like you read any book that gets adapted to movies, and like there's always more explanation, mm-hmm. like some of a lot of things that you don't delve into unless you delve into the manga like like the name omu do you know where that comes from yeah it's like king insect yeah 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 the king bug it's you know from omushi or king bug and then like you know going through like where nausicaa's name came from like did you ever discuss that on the show yeah yeah from the the odyssey yeah yeah Yeah, from the odyssey and it's like i forgot about the odyssey honestly and where that all came from so we get a lot more detail from like the manga and, and all that story and like i wanted to i was trying to i tried to research more properties on the blood you know just to see if it gave it more and there really isn't a whole lot out there but that makes sense that she that they have like these mysterious concepts because they have the blood and then they have like you said the the fluid the serum yeah Mm-hmm. the serum and you gotta wonder how that ki- that came to be and that's kind of one of the things i wish we could get more delve into yeah um unfortunately you but know, it's weird in this minute it, she says in the subtitles that we have it says uh what does it say you'll bleed to death yeah uh but yeah the japanese it says oh daiyaki desho daiyaki yeah. wa dechao yeah Dai- so it's not blood it's it's body fluid yeah so I wonder if that's the same thing then. So it really only has like the one. So I think in the manga, it's like two different things. Yeah. I'm pretty sure from what I remember. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's well, the blood gonna... that stains her dress blue. And then there's the serum, which is clear, which is mm. like, just pops up as like a new reveal. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in book six. <laughs> yeah. Oh, deep in there. Well, that's, that's kind of crazy though. Cause it, if that's, and that kind of gives you like, there's gotta be some ties of like making like the omu with their either the the serum and the blood having special properties especially the fluid you know you gotta wonder if they've ever kind of like analyzed the blood and see if that if it does anything because it's like for the most part like they release the omu release the spores right that caught that caused the miasma so it's like they've they should really find a way to splice either some human dna with the omu so that they they could survive that would that would be my thought process because like there's got to be ways that they could that way they could survive and not have to worry about the forest killing them hmm. or instead of like trying to kill the omu trying to like study them and you know harvest them maybe, for serum <laughs> harvest oh, them gosh. for serum and like and like dissect them for like various purposes you know like how we have like uh honey farms or whatever to get honey <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Some, find some way that they just like secrete this serum for you or some something. Yeah. Yeah, to help, you know, help them survive cuz like to milk how them. How long was she milk oh, yeah, to milk them? Milk the omu. That's what the things at the front were. You have to milk those. Uh. <laughs> like that beetle ranch uh on Mars in uh, Futurama. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you know, and well like there's got to be some that I'm 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 surprised that they haven't really like tried to study them really. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like Nausicaa is the only one who really wants to study. Yeah, who has like taken like a a, a scientific yeah, like interest. a scientific approach to oh, let's let's collect Understand yeah them. let's collect some specimens and, and kind of take them into the lab and kind yeah. of observe them. It's everything else. The only clue we get to other kind of scientific or technical research is people like of Pajit digging down into the ruins and kind of pulling up this god warrior yeah pulling up stuff they find from the past that's more historical Um, though instead of scientific 
Yeah. It would be more historical, but like they kind of go into like controlling the giants so that they can, oh, as we yeah. see later on the movie, use them as weapons yeah. to take out the Omu. It's like reviving old technology instead of like studying the, the world as it is today. Yeah. And there's like, there's things that could be gained for both of those, but it's like, you gotta, there's gotta be more push for this because the more we understand, the better that we can kind of live. Because in their, they're basically in their world, they're basically subject to whatever the Omi wants. Basically, yeah. If it shows up, they have to abandon, you know, wherever they live because they can't kill it because of how hard the skin is, and they haven't learned, like I would say, honestly, how to kill an omu like in a more efficient way if they needed to. Yeah. And so they, they, like, cause like she starts glow, like, cause Nazca grows like the flowers that she sees yep. and like becomes a little bit immune to the miasma. Well, they're a little bit they're grown in soil that isn't poisonous or yeah so if they grow in clean soil they don't emit the miasma yeah yeah and so like but like even then like she's the only one that's i would say either smart enough or more curious enough to to track down and and discover these things if if they didn't have nausicaa around they'd probably still be trying to kill all the omu and find babies and march them against their their enemies yeah yeah you know obviously we're looking from the outside in it's kind of staggering to see why these people aren't trying to do this yeah yeah Yeah, especially i mean if you're just trying to revive old technology and you sit down and think well the old technology and the old civilization is what gave birth to the sea of decay so why (laughs) is that gonna why do i think that's gonna help me uh fight it if if that's what actually called it into being yeah yeah like i can see you studying the old ways and trying to find where they went wrong yeah i can see that but using old technology that birthed what you're trying to fight is not smart yeah it's well it's it's, you know it leads us to the old passage like you keep doing the same thing expecting different results that's the mark of insanity that's right history repeats itself yeah so they're 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 basically insane people inhaling miasma getting glaucoma (laughs) and and you know smoking drugs that you know are making (laughs) them see crazy giant bugs that's how we've all discovered this yeah and you know and so they they really got to change their perspective because like even in our society in this day and age we're still repeating a lot of the same mistakes instead of trying to become better we're mm-hmm. we're we're not yeah so I we think, need yeah, to I think you just hit the message <laughs> this movie I think in this minute we've just discussed the overall That's theme right. of this film yeah well I try um <laughs> And so, like, we, we to progress, we got to look at, you know, what caused these things to begin and, like, look at ways that better defining them instead of conflating this with that and making things of different severity the same thing because they're attacking, you know, they're at war at other countries and we're still mm-hmm. at war today in this day and age, even though yeah. it's not open war. Yeah. And, you know, instead of using bugs, you know, we use weapons of mass destruction and such. And in this moment, like, we see one person that's trying to i feel like she's kind of trying to foster peace yeah and trying to understand each other because the problem is in this at least in our society this day and age we don't try to understand each other we try to beat them into submission with our opinion Mm -hmm. i think what she's she's apologizing for is like she's tried to stop yeah i think she's just apologizing she's apologizing because she wasn't able she's tried to influence other people but failed so she's kind of like i'm sorry i wasn't able to do it yeah i was sorry i wasn't able to do more to stop this yeah kind of like how you apologize for someone else's actions i do that for my brother constantly yeah (laughs) 
So the sound effect of the baby ohm I found is a little bit different than the like the, the stampede the, uh, the, or what we've seen. Yeah. It's kind of like a buzzing insect mm-hmm. and a crackling fire. Yeah. I feel like that's how they kind of, you know, I feel like that's how they communicate a little bit because they have the hive mind basically. So they all communicate with each other for the most part and they all learn from each other. But like if one is needing help or like, because I feel like when you have a a hive mind, you call you kind of all communicate. I would say simultaneously, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you if you're not focusing on your communication, maybe they're not understanding, and that's why she's trying like it's trying to reach out to the other Omu and, and say, "Hey, I'm over here, guys, and I'm bleeding to death. <laughs> Please come help." And then the the two Pajit soldiers finally wake up, mm-hmm. and they say they found us. And the older one immediately hides in the yeah, jar. Yeah, and they're looking at the Om and saying they found us. Uh, wasn't that your plan? Yeah. Why, why is that a surprise? Because I feel like because he thought they'd still be moving around in the flying jar and they wouldn't be that close. Because yeah. mm. the plan was to go drop it off and then be safe, yeah. how, however far or high that flying jar can go. Sucking yeah. on a cold one, cold brewski. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you know, I I just I feel like that's kind of what their plan was, and so that's more their surprise is that they were they're now so close. Because like for me, like whenever you try to surprise someone. And like you're trying to do something nice, and they catch on to you super quick. And like, man, they found out. Yeah. Maybe that's kind. Of, it's like, well, we, we've been caught. We're now screwed. We got to get our flying jar and get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time to cut the ropes to the omu, or to, well, to the baby om, and and cut our losses. And that's kind of really how that minute really ends. Yep. Yep. And I've exhausted all of my notes. Okay. Chico. As have I. All right. We'll pick it up there then on the next episode of. Ghibli Ghibli Minute. Minute. Simultaneously.